0: Do you struggle with goals, either feeling guilty for not having them, not reaching them, or not even knowing what you want them to be right now? By the end of this episode, I want to give you the steps to figure out your workout goals for the next month, specifically what you really want, why you want it, and how to get there. But what I'm going to share could actually apply to any goal you have. So if workouts are dialed in and that's not an area on your mind, then maybe it's something else with your health or life. Either way, I'm glad you're here. And by the way, if we haven't met, I'm Jenny Holbert. I'm all about helping you live and sweat in sync with nature. Wild actually stands for Women Into Living Their Dreams. Because I believe that when we take care of our bodies, we can take all the adventures and live this one wild life. So here's the Wild Wellness Podcast. So first, let's talk about the problem that I see with goals. What I've come to learn is a potential problem with goals. How I used to set goals and what I do now instead is quite different because I realized that... We focus so much on the outcome when we are setting goals a lot of times. And then oftentimes we get there and it's like, okay, what's next? Rather than seeing our goals as the steps we took to get there. And the fact that we did have many successes and probably many fails all along the way, if you even want to think about them in that way, because successes, fails, all the same. They're all valuable for learning and helping us see what step to take next or how we could change. So I'm not sure how you define a fail in that way when there are benefits to that. But anyway, the idea that changed things for me was when I started to make goals, these areas of focus of steps instead of just the outcome. So in other words, looking at them as these steps along the way and looking at the process of it more than just the outcome. Because again, there's this thing behind goals that's like, once I reach my goal, then I'll be happy. Do you notice the issue with that? You don't have to reserve happiness to when you reach the goal. It's not something that your future self gets to enjoy when you get there. It's actually a choice you can make now. That is a state change for the present. Choosing to be happy now. And when you see the value in the process and you don't just want to feel happy or fulfilled at the arrival, you allow the journey to unfold in a way that you may not have expected. And sometimes it may be better than you planned. So maybe this is even a great place to mention that you might not like the word goals. Maybe intention feels more holistic to you. It's something that you put out to the universe. You intend for a certain feeling, a certain outcome, whatever it is. And then you basically say, I want this. Here's what I'm going to do to move towards it. And I'm open to this or something better. This or something better. Those are magic words. I feel so much better saying that. It feels so much better than make it happen to say this or something better, please. So now let's talk about what you want, why you want it, and how to get there. Starting with what you want. Did you know that simply writing down your goals makes you way more likely to achieve it? I'm guessing that you may have actually already known that. And if you didn't, then this is great news. And if you did already know that and you're just not doing it, well then it's great news as well because it's a reminder for you. (laughs) So write down your goals. Write them down. That's it what I would encourage you to do is just do like a dream drip of what you would like to do this month when it comes to your workouts. It doesn't have to be a specific action necessarily if you're not sure what that needs to look like. It could be a feeling and it could be that outcome that you're going for. Maybe you want to feel stronger or do, maybe it is a certain activity that you're wanting to do or maybe it's mileage And then if you start to come up with this list as your dream dripping onto the page, and maybe it just seems like a lot, then prune. The same as we do in nature, in the garden, to help plants grow back stronger and healthier. Because narrowing your focus will help you to avoid depleting yourself. So after you do the what you want list, what's the one thing just for the next month? Now, why you want it. So being specific about goals is one key part to reaching them, getting clear on what it is you want. But it goes deeper than that, doesn't it? I know that it's not just about you having the workout plan or doing the thing. It's also knowing what motivates you. Why does it matter to you? Because if you create meaningful attachment to goals to inspire and keep you going, then you'll be unstoppable in the process and Uh, of reaching that and clarity often brings more ease as well so if you're really clear on the why you want it it can help a lot sometimes we may even find ourselves in the midst of reaching for a goal and then we start to question along the way like why am i working so hard in the first place is this really worth it and it doesn't mean that you can't change course because sometimes you may have a reason behind it when you started that doesn't stay the same along the way things can change but ask yourself right now why do i want to achieve this goal And whatever you're doing, you're doing it because of what it adds to your life and how it makes you feel. So know what that is and write that down as well. Now, how to get there. So specific steps focused on the process, not just the outcome, is what I want to focus on here. Outcome goals versus process goals. Because outcome goals are what you likely have on your mind now, and process goals are the actions that you'll take repeatedly to get that result. So think of process goals as the habits or the activities. Like an example of this might be you have an outcome goal of running a half marathon and a process goal is doing a long run every week. Or maybe you're wanting to eat better. And I know that's not a workout goal, but maybe you had a health goal in mind instead. And so a specific set of process goals could be for the next month, I'm going to drink eight ounces of lemon water when I wake up in the morning, have a big salad or bowl of soup at lunch with protein, and make sure I have healthy snacks in my pantry instead of the things that I don't want to be eating. So those are measurable and specific process steps along the way. It's specific with how many times you want to, say, do that long run. It's specific on um, how many times you're going to drink the lemon water, things like that, how many days. So what this does is it sets you up on a feedback loop, which increases your self-efficacy. That's your belief in your ability to do the thing. And we need that to keep going. So when I say feedback loop, I mean that you'll have these mini wins. You'll have this action that you take. You'll do it. That's a great feedback loop to increase your confidence, your self-efficacy, your belief in your ability to keep doing it. So that's why those little steps are really important and why it's important to make them simple and things that you can accomplish. So if your goal is not super specific yet, maybe it is just that I want to work out more. That's awesome because you actually can now set up process goals of what that actually look, looks like. You already know you want the outcome to be that you want to work out more consistently. But how will you know that you're working out more consistently is the next question that I would ask you. Is working out consistently three days a week? Is it five days a week? Is it actually more based on the month? Because you are very in tune to the fact that you have a cyclical body as a woman and maybe you're just going to say, I want to make sure I do eight strength training workouts this month and some weeks it may be one or none and other weeks it may be more. How will you know that you are working out more consistently? And I think the answer is going to be in the process goals that you set. Both of these are important. The outcome goals are really important because you need to have clarity to know that end destination in a way. And you also need to know the action steps that are required to get you there. So what are those key steps that when you repeat them consistently will get you to the result? And if you're only focused on where you're going but you didn't plan out the route, you'd likely waste a lot of time and take too many detours, right? But then again, if you're only focused on the route, the process goals, but didn't know where you were going the outcome goal, you might lose interest along the way because there's really no end in sight and you don't know where you're headed. So another thing to consider is that the issue comes when we become obsessed with the results that we want and forget about the process that gets us there. And by doing this, we're actually focusing on what we don't have and an outcome that is something outside of us, out of our control versus focusing on the steps that are under our control. Process steps are in our control And we can say, I'm going to do eight strength training sessions this month. I'm going to do four runs or walks this week. Can you see how that eliminates a lot of frustration when you're going for an outcome and you see results vary from maybe you and someone else who's taking the same action? It can be really derailing because you wonder why it's not happening for you. But there's a lot of factors that are outside of your control when you are just focused on the outcome. So, maybe you're only noticing what is the outcome and you're not seeing those things that are outside of your control or what's different about your situation. So, I think the secret is focusing on those process goals, those consistent daily habits and steps and rituals, whatever you want to call them, whatever they are. The process stays steady no matter what. And you're also proving to yourself that you are someone who shows up and does what they say they're going to do, which builds your belief muscle. And as you know, that's the most important muscle you can train. So focus on the things that you can control, and that will set you up for long-term success and happy happiness with your goals. Instead of waiting to celebrate until you achieve your results, celebrate every time you follow the process, every time you show up. Because, yes, you can measure those results and acknowledge them along the way, but definitely consider it something that's feedback for you when you do the process part to let you know what's working, what's not working. That's the other reason they can be helpful too. So to come up with your process goals, see the goal from beginning to end and look at each step in detail. Think about what is it that I actually need to do? What's the one action that I need to take repeatedly to get the result that I want? Like Maybe it is doing those consistent strength training workouts. Maybe it's meditating every day for a week. Maybe it's drinking the water every day and you're setting a certain number of days that you're going to track that. So one action, consistent steps, and when you write that down and you track it, you're going to be on your way. You also may want to think about are there any steps that you could drop and still meet your goal. Because we don't need extra things. We don't necessarily want to get derailed by distraction. And we want to keep this simple. So the other thing I want to say about how to get there is setting yourself up with a cue or a trigger. So for example, when I wanted to start practicing meditation more, I actually set up a time of day that I knew that I would do it. So that it was like a trigger and a cue to remind me. So I got a shower and then right after the shower, I would sit down on the floor in the bedroom and do a meditation for like five or 10 minutes. So I kept it short. I didn't go off saying I wanted to uh, meditate for 45 minutes a day. I actually started small, started short, and then also set up that time to do it. So that's what I mean by a cue or a trigger goal. So if you want to do a certain kind of workout maybe it's whatever behavioral action that's going to help you do it maybe it's eating a certain snack in the afternoon because you know that's going to give you energy to work out or maybe it's a certain essential oil you use beforehand or maybe it's just saying I'm going to do it at this time of day every day and do do it that way for a while just to kind of see How does that make me feel? Does that time of day work for me? It's all about those small wins because you get the small doses of endorphins, the feel-good vibes of knowing that you're on track with what you set out to do. So plan out when and where you'll do that chosen action of your process goal. And as I said, write down what your intention is. Reflect on why that is your intention Make sure you focus most on that specific step that you need to move towards it. Set yourself up with a cue, a trigger to actually do it. And you've got this, my friend. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. And until we chat again, you know what to do. Go live your one wild life. Hey, one more thing. Do you want to challenge your body in workouts but without feeling depleted If this sounds like you, go grab my free audio training where you'll learn when to take a rest day or tough it out and the mistake most women make when they want to get stronger plus why your menstrual cycle is actually your superpower to optimizing your energy and feeling strong. So if you want to regain your energy for workouts and get better results with less effort, go listen now at JennyHolbert.com forward slash training.